नमस्कार वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ एडिटोरियल आई कॉट थ्री टॉपिक्स फॉर यू टुडे माय टॉपिक नंबर वन इज यूजीसी दैट इज यूनिवर्सिटी ग्रांड कमीशन सेज दैट दे आर नाउ गोइंग टू अलाउ इंटरनेशनल यूनिवर्सिटीज फ्रॉम अक्रॉस द ग्लोब टू कम एंड सेट अप शॉप इन इंडिया गुड न्यूज लेट्स टॉक अबाउट दैट माई सेकेंड टॉपिक इज अबाउट राही भाई सोमा पोपेरे Who is Rai Bai Soma Popere, and why was her speech cut short? Let's talk about that. That's my topic number two. My topic number three is Yogi Adityanath was here in Mumbai yesterday. He was here to do a road show. Let's talk about Yogi Adityanath and his road show in Mumbai. Let's get right into the show. So the first news is that the University Grant Commission (UGC). Uh, is now inviting open to universities across the globe coming and setting up shop in india so they can all over the world any universities any good universities can set up shop in india and charge whatever fees they want follow their process of admission so they don't have to follow the indian process of admission they can follow their own process of admission they can also repatriate money back to their uh, their country of origin so uh, there is no there is no problem in them taking their money back to the country of their origin so basically they have actually india has given a red carpet welcome to universities across the globe to come and set up shop in india now initially a lot of people had objected to this including bharatiya janata party when were there in the opposition they had objected to it saying that are why are you allowing foreign universities to come into india this will damage indian universities india has got good universities so on and so forth of course there was a group of people who spoke about culture and foreign culture and all that and what they are going to uh, come and teach here in india it will spoil or it will it will it will disrupt it will it will give a, another point of view it may not be to of national interest and so on and so forth these were the points that were raised Uh, when this proposal was initially uh, i think a decade back uh, put up in india now the thing is uh, first and foremost is the university grant commission says that you know they will definitely be looking at the curriculum they will definitely ensure that you know there is no uh, content in the curriculum uh, that is taught in india which is against national interest they will also look at you know the point of views the the narrative that the curriculum will be will be uh, teaching the students uh, so they'll keep a close watch on that but that being said you know the, i think that is to a certain extent necessary and i don't think that's going to be a great impediment to you know or going to be a great interference to uh, the universities at least that is what it looks like but this entire thing about foreign company foreign uh, universities coming into india is bad for india i think this narrative is completely incorrect it is not correct this is my point of view i will tell you why a is because indian students gets phenomenal opportunity to choose colleges to choose universities which they like they get a they get a freedom to choose that's number 1 now i understand that you know this choice would be possibly limited to people who are from rich families who've got lots of money in that home who can pay this kind of fees that i understand but at some point in time what normally it tends to happen is normally when these universities function out of a country for a longer duration of time there are schemes there are there are there are programs where they also include 
students who are brilliant into the course without them having to spend a lot of money. Now, this normally happens. So, I am excited that the new generation, the next generation of Indian students will have fabulous universities to go and choose from right here in India. They don't have to go abroad. Now, from an economic perspective, let me tell you one more thing. You see, in 2022 alone, over 4.5 lakh students went abroad to study and it led to an outflow of an estimated 28 to 30 billion dollars in foreign exchange. This can be curtailed. This can, the country can ensure a bulk of it can be spent in India. Not that therefore this university is going to keep all the money here. They will possibly take the profits back home. But yet a lot of Indian professors, Indian teachers, Indian staff, Indian support staff will get employment here. So that's definitely going to get help India. And like I said, more students will be able to afford international universities. More students in India will be able to go to international universities. That's number one. Now, another thing which is important is uh, uh, the way they are going to get uh, uh, this entire process done is uh, there'll be a committee that will be formed by the UGC. And this particular committee will invite applications and uh, after inviting applications, what they will do is in 45 days, they will either sanction or reject the applications from the universities to come and set up shop in India. And once they approve the application, the university is supposed to set up shop in India within two years of time. So if everything goes out fine, maybe 2026, 2027, India may see a lot of foreign universities in our country. I think this is a great news. I think this is good news. Now, one more thing that a lot of people say is that universities from all over the world coming to India may harm the interest of Indian universities and IIT and IIM may get harmed. That's, I think, preposterous. You see, we are assuming that, you know, people compare it with, Aray, dekho, MTNL ka kya hua when Vodafone came into India. Aray, bhai, MTNL was, M MTNL ka jo bhi hua, it is because MTNL was a bad corporation. It was, it was, it was a badly run corporation. It was never good. It was never competitive. In fact, Vodafone and other Airtels and all the other companies who came, I, some, some from abroad and some indigenous, these companies gave service to Indian uh, consumers. Indian consumers benefited up because of these people coming in. That said, it's about MTNL and such corporations. But as far as I am, as far as IITs are concerned, they are among the best in the world. They are among the best in the world. So no level of competition, no amount of competition is going to cause any problems for them. In fact, more competition will make them more competent. So I'm absolutely not worried about our indigenous uh, institutes, especially institutes which are fabulous, which are which are world class. I'm absolutely not bothered about them. I think it will only do good to them. What I'm actually excited about is more and more Indian students now will get an opportunity to study in more and more world class, world's best universities right there in their neighborhoods. That is going to be the hallmark of this particular decision. Let's get into the next topic. Rahi by Soma Popere. You know, Rahi by Soma Popere is an activist, selfless activist. She comes from Maharashtra, India. Now, talking about Rahi by Soma Popere, she is Indian farmer and conservationist. 
She helps other farmers return to native variety of crops, preparing hyacinth beans for self-help groups. She has been awarded as the 100 top uh, women in 2018. Like I said before, she has got the best seed saver award. She has got the BAIF Development Research Foundation Best Farmer Award. She has got the Nari Shakti Puraskar in 2018. She, is the, she was given the Padma Shri in 2020. That is Rahi by Soma Popere. Now, uh, what she did does primarily is asking people to go back to their original farming techniques and seeds. She works with farmers and she is quite popular and quite dedicated in what she does. Personally, I am a huge admirer of that lady. So that's the introduction. Okay. So Rai Bai Soma Popere was talking in Women Science Congress. She was talking about using native seeds for farming. Instead of using engineered seeds and in, instead of using fused seeds and so on and so forth. She was, uh, she was talking about the importance of using native seeds. She is called the seed mother of India, by the way. That's how she is known. So she was talking in this particular conference and while talking in the, in the Women's Scientific Congress, she told, she mentioned that, listen, you know what? When I had gone to get my Padmashri, I had told the Prime Minister Narendra Modi, I had asked Prime Minister Narendra Modi to come visit my village in Ahmednagar in Maharashtra. See the way women live there and see the problem we have because there's no water. I had requested him to come and see it, but he didn't bother to do it. He has not come. No one has come. Are the Women Scientific Congress, they got nervous. You are saying, talking as the Prime Minister. So somebody came and told her, bus, don't talk any further. You have to stop your conversation here. In fact, she was also supposed to address the a press conference in Nagpur University. That also they cancelled. Let us not have any problems in our campus. So that also was, was cancelled. You know what she said? Essentially, was about drinking water problem. What about, was about problem that the Maharashtran farmer faces for irrigation. And this problem is real. There is a lake in the village, but the water is used only for drinking and not farming. I am lucky that the lake is close to my home. Others have to walk longer distance. Last year, a person from Nashik built a tank. It can have enough water to meet drinking water needs and irrigation. I will have to wait for another rainy season for the tank to fill. If it does not rain enough, the tank will remain empty. This is a problem which she aired, but if you go to most of the villages in Maharashtra, especially Western Maharashtra and Vidarbha, you will hear the same problem. You will hear the same problem. No water. And unfortunately, we have not been able to resolve this issue, which is what she said and her angst was that, listen, you know, nobody came to even see this. Nobody came to even talk to us. Nobody came to even witness what was happening in our villages. So that was it. So she said it and uh, she spoke uh, not so favorably for the Prime Minister and her speech was stopped. This is the story I wanted to talk about Rahi Bai Soma Popere. Let's get into my last topic. Yesterday, um, Yogi Adityanath came to Mumbai. He had organized a roadshow inviting investments 
in his state that is uttar pradesh he wanted businessmen from mumbai to staying in mumbai who has got his headquarters in mumbai to come and invest in uttar pradesh first of all kudos to him good it is always better to strive and talk about development rather than division it is always better to talk and his efforts his steps are good then good for him good for uttar pradesh very good so that's my first point my second point is it is not unusual for state chief ministers uh, you know from different parts different states of this country to go to different states of a country and solicit investment there is nothing wrong about it in fact it is not even new lot of times it has happened but what is worrying and the reason i air my opinion today is a like i said kudos to uh, yogi adityanath he is doing good for his state and that's how it should be but somewhere down the line today as a maharashtrian myself i feel a little scared because i somehow i'm getting a feeling that mumbai stroke maharashtra are we used as a feeder market for the rest of the country are we used as that you see i am saying this this insecurity has come into me because recently two major projects foxconn vedanta went out of maharashtra tata airbus went out of maharashtra two major projects went out of maharashtra i am yet not seeing a very concrete project coming into maharashtra and then when you have other dedicated chief ministers coming into maharashtra and trying to talk to investors in maharashtra one feels scared will bollywood tomorrow go to uh, lucknow chances are lesser but one doesn't know if the socio political situation is created such one wouldn't know if there is a boycott of every bollywood movie one doesn't know if a if a producer thinks that if i do movies from uttar pradesh i will not get boycotted but if i do movies in mumbai my movies may get boycotted i don't know whether they will go this worries me this worries me my industries what of people move so what is worrying me is for political benefits or for political uh, reasons for political agenda if mumbai stroke maharashtra is used as a feeder market for the rest of the states then we have a problem what i would urge the chief minister of maharashtra to do is at least let's be seen as an aggressive state aggressive for business aggressive to get more investments aggressive to ensure that there are more industries in maharashtra aggressive to ensure that therefore we can provide more jobs in maharashtra at least let's go and 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 take those steps those are important for maharashtra today let's not be complacent that's the point i wanted to make small one but all the same uh, important point that i wanted to make today and uh, like i always say please share subscribe and if you can pick up a package from our website www.hwnews.in till i see you next time that's monday at 10 pm namaskar hi you have been watching our videos on hw news english but why be content with content in just one language when you can choose from both yes from 1st of january we are bringing together the repository of our ground reports interviews and analysis under the umbrella of hw news network so while hw news english will stay as it is you will now be able to watch our hindi and english reportage together so don't forget to watch hw news network from 1st of january
about the latest updates on our new news app. Go on your Android or iOS, search for HW News Network. Download our app, choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news.